Hello, darlings, and welcome to episode 20 of the Movie City Maniacs. Our Shocktoberfest continues with volume 7, which we will be covering October 16th to the 20th. Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And we will be continuing our annual Shocktober series with Volume 7, where we will be covering everything we've watched from October 16th to the 20th. Uh, unfortunately, Dan... Fortunately. Yeah, <laughs> ...will not be joining us uh, on this episode. So, instead of getting like an the equivalent of an apple in your Halloween trick-or-treat bag, we're getting a full fucking bar of chocolate with our buddy, Adam Bentley. Hey, guys. That's so like, even when Dan's not here, we rip on him. I feel bad. Um, he's actually sick, but we, we're going to make something work. Either we'll get yeah. him to just record maybe a little something that we'll put at the end of this episode, mm-hmm. or maybe we'll just talk about it. <laughs> Making a uh, The beginning of uh, next episode. I do, he can I do run down. feel up, like kind of upset that I'm not. With Danny? With Danny to just be like, why did you, you watch that? And then find out he's watched this movie like every year for yeah. the last three years. <laughs> Yeah, there'll be no uh, Walmart uh, deep dive and bin picks. Well, uh, on well, today. well, 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 hold up, hold up. <laughs> I got some Netflix deep dive. Yeah, I was about to say, picks. I got some uh, thin, thin picks over here. Okay, well, uh, I, I will not be then. I only, I only deliver the best. I mean, you might have the same one. It's fucking atrocious, yeah, man. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, Netflix, surprisingly, actually, I haven't watched them, but I've been hearing some good things about a couple mm-hmm. Netflix ones, so I'm yeah, wondering right. if... I, I, got, I got some okay ones, too, but... I was one that I had really high expectations for, but I was kind of really let down. So if you guys want to jump on in, we could probably talk about it. Yeah, well, why don't we just jump into it? So we're going to start off with uh, the 16th. So I was really, I had high expectations for this uh, movie because I just read the book and I thought the book was so well done. I had no idea how they would make it into a movie, but the the balls in them even trying is kind of crazy. Gerald's Game on Netflix. Okay, yeah, this wasn't the one I watched. Okay, it was done by actually my boy Mike Flanagan, which I thought would be amazing. He's the guy who did the uh, Hush. Two and Hush and uh, uh, Oculus, which Hush. I loved. You guys, a great play. track record. But the movie was so I'm going to say boring because it's all in her head for the most of the movie, and it's just kind of uh, it's cool how they reenacted how she thought about things, but. It's such a strange book to try to adapt. And the end, it really left me wanting for more. You know hmm. what I'm saying? There's like a really cool twist ending that in the book's like, oh, this is so cool. But in the movie's like, oh, this is interesting. Huh, see, <laughs> so, I've, I've heard mixed things. I've heard yeah. like some people praising it, and then mm-hmm. I've heard others that were disappointed. It's definitely on my two-watch yeah. list. I just I haven't even turned on Again, Netflix this October. I, I just but. finished reading it like October 1st, so yeah. I have no idea how um, it, that might have affected me. Maybe if I have a, maybe in another year, I'll it try to watch It is definitely a weird again. choice mm-hmm. to pick to adapt, but I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got to give it five pumpkins out of wow. ten. Wow. Yeah, Oof. I know. Ooh. And I, 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 maybe because I had such high expectations for it, because my boy, Mike Flanagan, but I don't know. So? 
I watched uh, on the 16th, I watched uh, a TV film. I've been kind of uh, trying to get through, a, I, every year I like to get through a couple of TV films, stuff that like yeah. you can't find on DVD or whatever. Usually I'll find on YouTube or whatever. Did you have to um, wait for like eight o'clock for it to come on? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is from 1981 called Midnight Offerings. It's pretty fun, actually. It's like these two witches. It's kind of like it's kind of like a good Carrie versus a bad Carrie. And the good Carrie is played by a Mary Beth McDowell from uh, the Waltons, and she did like Mortuary, yeah. the horror film. And the bad one is actually played by Melissa Sue Anderson, uh, probably most famous for um, Little House on the Prairie. What? So it's weird seeing like the innocent girl now. Like is that this... half pint? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't oh. really watched the show, but and she was in Happy Birthday to Me, but. Um, okay. Yeah, she's quite evil in this film. Like, she's quite the bitch. And the, the lead girl, the good witch, is like that perfect girl next door. She's kind of yeah. got that those qualities that you look and it's like, yeah, this yeah. is, it's, it's the kind of girl that you'd, you'd want to marry, you know what I mean? Okay. And, um, the kind of girl you want to bring home to mama. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the evil antagonist. The kind guy, of girl you want calling you daddy. <laughs> Yes, sir. But the, the yeah, the evil witch is like she's quite a horrible person. Like it opens up and like it's this really cool opening credits where it's her doing this chant and you don't know what's going on. Some teacher's getting in a car and then his car goes off the cliff and it blows up. So she's actually a murderer. killing people. Right. Anyone that kinda like she's you know, that guy she killed because he was gonna fail her boyfriend and he's breaking away though because he's like, This is too much. You find out that her mother may possibly have the powers as well and she's not uh, happy with what her daughter's doing with it but her daughter's become just too powerful with her spells and whatnot but anyways it's it's quite fun i mean the um there's a really cool battle in in shop class <laughs> like no one else is in there but and they're like throwing like with their their mind uh drills. Like saw blades and shit? oh yeah d- uh, drill saws and screwdrivers and nail guns mm-hmm. at each other which was kind of cool really climatic finale with um she's got the one girl tied to a like a stake burning like a witch burning yep. which i thought was fun i don't want to give away the, the actual ending but um yeah i, I had a I had a blast with this so this, again these tv films like they almost never what let was me it down. on was it on abc this or one uh, i think it may have been an abc I, I don't again a lot of these never even got dvd releases so they're kind of hard to find like i i find them on youtube or something like that or wherever you know i'm not going to promote Illegal yeah. um, sources, but at the same time, you can't watch these any other way. So it's yeah. not like you're taking money away from the company. It's not like you know you're not buying their DVD if you watch it however way. Well, um, if you had a time machine, you could go back to eighty yeah, one. That's true. You <laughs> are hurting the time machine <laughs> <Industry>. developers. <yeah. laughs> but uh, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Oh wow! That's a high um, one for you. Yeah, yeah. Again, man, these TV films. Again, yeah, you have to go in the right mindset. Obviously, they're slower yeah. burn films. It's not going to be. I mean, yeah, there's a cool scene in the shop class, but you're only going to get. Two or three of those moments in the in the film, but again, like there's something about them that really works for me. Uh, you know, they're just great character pieces, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Cool. Well, I watched it. It starts off really high. My the start here, and then it goes down. So I watched the others. Oh, awesome! Uh, the Nicole Kidman or the Nicole Kidman the movie is amazing, incredible, and it. Uh, I hadn't seen it in probably it was close to ten years. And I didn't really know what to expect. It, I remember it being a real slow burn, but yes. it kind of haunts you a little bit. Like. It, the atmosphere is there yeah. right from the beginning. She's walking around the house, making you have to close all the doors, and you're not sure what's what's happening. The kids are allergic to sunlight or some shit like that. Yeah, and the the twist, which is a big thing, I know the whole time, and yeah. it's it's done so well. Yeah, it's it's there from the beginning. It's so obvious, but it's. It's the not. first time you see that, I had no idea. I'm like, no oh, idea. Oh, shit, that's so good. But it's really rewarding. Oh, yeah. Seeing all of those 
little intricate hints that mm-hmm. that I'm not giving away, but yeah, that, what the twist is. I, I haven't seen it. I have, I have the DVD, and I haven't uh, seen it since um, the DVD release either. But I, it's one I don't know why I always like pull it out and then just never get to it. But uh, yeah, I, I remember really enjoying it. And it's it's definitely like one of the better throwbacks to that old gothic haunted mm-hmm. house flick, which you don't get anymore. It, it, again, it never went like too crazy. You're not getting. I mean, maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I don't remember like all these crazy CGI yeah, I don't ghosts. Think it really and everything. gets insane. No, not, it's none real of that, subtle. Yeah. Everything is subtle. Everything about is it. subtle. The effects are really well done. And and the a- acting by the kids is is fantastic. Surprising, too. right? Because yeah. kid actors kind of suck. Most usually. of the time, they're terrible. I, I would almost say it's it's underrated. I mean, I, I don't hear as many people talk about it. I remember like everyone when it came out enjoyed it. But like mm. when you hear best films of the past, you know, since the 2000s, you don't hear that one as much. And I think, in my opinion, like you always hear everyone mention Sixth Sense, and I'd say it's up there with that. I, it, it, it is, it's up there for me, especially after watching it again. Uh, I'm giving 8.5 pumpkins. Holy wow. moly. I got two real high oh, high ones, shit. and then I got some bottom feeders. You got some lows, so you even out. You're even Stevens. Yeah. I thought I was surfing <laughs> on a the prettiest horror wave in, in the world at first. I know. I, horror I wave should be the name of a band, by the way. <laughs> It's it's it's. I love when you yeah you're hitting yeah. all those like great movies and then like ah uh, and then you get those yeah. stinkers and that's when you need to pull out the classics. It's like get, get once you've had in. like you know a couple bad ones, you're like yeah, yeah I'm not doing new films. Mm-hmm. I'm putting on like a John Carpenter. Or that's something. why I asked you about Halloween. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> need to get back on top, uh, Maddie. What else did you watch? I ended up watching 16? the uh, remake of Psycho. Gus Van Sant's remake of Psycho. Oh really? You know what? When I first saw this, I thought the movie was like terrible. Like what, why? What was he thinking? Like why is he doing this? Like it's so shot weird. by shot. He did a shot for shot remake. Of it, like for no apparent reason other than to put it in color. I think. That being said, well, I think it was it was really made to attract a new audience because let's be, unfortunately, yeah. kids will not watch a black and white That's film. True, but I kind of enjoyed myself because I really like Psycho, and I thought this movie actually it's a shot for shot fucking remake of it with just. Worse actors. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, like, <laughs> and like you get to see how uh, that Anne Hache's butthole, which is, you know what? Gives it an extra pumpkin for me. And doesn't Vince Vaughn uh, tug it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, does he do that in the original? I don't remember him like talking. No, in, I thought the original, the original wasn't it like hinted on or something. Or I heard isn't there like an alternate like deleted scenes that are part of a TV cut? Sorry, what is that? Cut or Where something. he actually yeah, starts whacking. You see him like like, like I thought oh, the original yeah, they actually, like the, yeah, the motion they don't of him, actually like, show uh, up, but I thought they kind of insinuated mm-hmm. it in the original. I couldn't see them actually showing like no. I think maybe just him being by the yeah. window. I, like I couldn't see Bates baiting right. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I remember when it first came out. I I said the same thing, and everyone like. Like, you know, you mentioned that film's okay and you get butchered. Like, it's obviously not... I don't even see it as necessarily a movie. It's an experiment. Yeah. I mean, you can't really say it's a good movie because the only thing you're enjoying about it is because it's literally someone copying... Yeah, a great movie. Al- Alfred Hitchcock. And, and but like it does Adam lose said, not as well. it's not, not done as well, right? It, it's one of those things, though. It's like, it, yeah, it's not a terrible film because it's pretty... Mm-hmm. Like, if Psycho didn't exist, you'd be like, oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. But unfortunately, Psycho does exist and it's like... If I'm going to watch, not which, adding anything to it. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to watch one, why would you and ever what, go like, to that like, one? I guess get 20 years after the fact, like it's even more outdated than the original. This was kind of weird, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I rewatched the opening maybe a year ago. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't. I was like, I just want to watch the other yeah, one. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. But there is an experimental side that I kind of appreciate that he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have really an interest to. Watch it again. Have you seen it or no? I've never seen the whole thing. Like, I remember being in high school when it came out and somebody was watching it, 
and uh, I, I had to leave before the end. But I, I, <laughs> you didn't want to get you didn't want it ruined for you. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure she died, and then maybe we st- stayed for like five more minutes, and that was it. Eh? That was it. All right, yeah. I've been tempted, so, and then that's why I started it. And I, I, I never do that. But I, yeah. I was like, ah. Did you watch the original right out? Like, I'm just gonna watch the original. Fuck this. Um, I was gonna watch the original because I thought we were gonna do something. Uh, that's uh, right. A few months <laughs> down the line, but we didn't. So, which we will do though. I've actually, we'll get to it. <laughs> I'm probably gonna watch two and three this week. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so, anyways, it's such a weird one to like rate because uh, it's. Yeah, I was trying to find it's the director. Hard. Have you guys seen Steven Soderbergh did, uh, I guess, a cut combining the two? No. No. So he like, yeah, it's this weird, like, I guess some shots that he preferred for some reason in the remake, and he did this cut. And is that you? Was that the dog? Some really stinks right here. I don't know if it's nah, you. You, you know if I did it. Okay. Because it smells really fucking bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. That, that might be interesting to check out one day. I mean, yeah. What else did Sodenberg do? Didn't he do like the uh, Star Wars Ultimate Cut or something like that? I don't know. Was that him? Yeah, I thought it might have been One of those him. directors I know, Dia, mm. did like a cut where they combined the three prequels yeah, or something. Yeah, something That's Topher Grace. Was it Topher Grace? Yeah. Weird. That's strange, right? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I, 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 how, oh, how, how do I even rate this film? It's a question I got to ask. I got to give it like 6.5 pumpkins because it, I don't know. It's psycho, just yeah. not as well done. I'd rather see like a claymation version or something. That actually would know. be amazing. Um, I finished off the night. I've been going through, of course, the Saw series. I'm kind of disappointed Dan's not here to talk about this, <laughs> but um, I'm on Saw 5, so yes, I am going to get through them this year no matter what. I'm, I'm doing impressed, it. Actually. I know. It's, it's been, you know, it's been interesting. It's one of those things that's like I, I wanted to get through this and Paranormal and The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, and I, I still hopefully I can do all three. We'll see. But at the same time, it's one of those things where like, you know, I have all these other films I want to watch, yeah. but it's like, oh, I got to finish this because every year I try this, I get to three or four, and then I Give don't up. finish it. And then, like, by the time next year comes around, I forgot what happened yeah. to all those films. It's, they're very like, convoluted. It's a bit yeah. of a. So many a mess times you watch the... Saw, you're probably getting to Danny level. This is. <laughs> well, you know what's weird? You probably uh, haven't heard it yet, but yeah, like, for Dan's ratings, how much he raves about Saw, I think he. And Saw Part One was his favorite, and he gave yeah. it like a 6.5 or really 7 or something. Like, like, I think I gave him a higher movies. rating. And same thing with Paranormal Activity, which mm-hmm. was a weird, uh, weird little tidbit we found out. But, anyways, let's get into uh, Saw 5 from 2008. Um, opening pretty mediocre. It's a guy, you know, with the pendulum oh, swinging. Yeah, swinging. Yep. You think would be awesome, but uh, it's not very interesting what he has to do to escape. He has to, like, put his hands through and let these weights crush his hands or something to escape. Yawn. Um, his terrible wife is back and I, I was like oh, hopefully she's had acting lessons since the last film her face just has that same emoting like I smell shit face yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole film that's all she has terrible actress and uh, the biggest thing I have with this film and really anything after like with each sequel because each sequel seems to get get worse um, I'm hoping there you know it's going to eventually uh, rise up but I, I, I don't know it. but the biggest problem with this and I guess I'm spoiling this but I mean how do you talk about these films yeah, Jigsaw does get replaced, and I mean, I think he gets replaced early on. And the problem is, like, they've replaced him twice now, and they're not interesting characters. Like, I think Tobin Bell, who's fantastic Bell. as Jigsaw, unfortunately, like, yeah, he's a great villain, iconic, and then they replaced him with this annoying woman, and then they replaced him, I guess I won't spoil too much, but with another guy, and this guy's like a terrible actor, he's not interesting, no yeah. charisma, it's like, they wasted the series, like, you had yeah. this really cool villain, and they threw it away to replace him with someone that's just not interesting and not a great actor, so... Do they stop paying attention to, like, um, 
storyline is like ah well we somehow have to make no well, this that, work. that's the thing like i i think it, it's like every film it's like it's connecting each one connecting going back to like three or four films so that's what i'm saying it's very like i think if you didn't watch these in a row you'd kind of be like wait who was that that was the character from part one that like it's okay it's kind of a bit of a convoluted mess i don't know um i can't it's not terrible but i'm mm-hmm. not again like i said each sequel kind of gets worse uh, i'm gonna give this one five pumpkins out of ten right. i'm hoping it's gonna get um good again but uh, so how many are there? Like this eighth one's coming out. Yeah, there's week. there's seven. Yeah. I probably won't yeah. see the eighth in theaters because yeah. I'm not uh, that into the series. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to watch the the first seven. What, what was the highest? Uh, what what order do you have them in right now? I, I really enjoy part one and two, and then everything after that was just kind of like this. So would you go one, two, three, four, five? five? Um, I, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I'd have to look at my ratings. I did three, four. I think are kind of interchangeable. I think five was probably the worst so far. Yeah. But it probably is close to that right now, so I don't know. Maybe uh, six or seven are gonna Park spike up. up, but I'm not. I'm running out of hope. You're here. not holding your breath. <laughs> um, if the overall series is like fives, like yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll slap Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do, anything else? Or are we moving on to the seventeenth? Seventeenth. Uh, yeah, I'm good. All right. So speaking of uh, Hitchcock, I uh, actually watched the 70s show. They did a uh, Halloween episode where all these characters uh, go into these tropes of uh, Hitchcock movies. Oh, yeah. It's done kind of like fun. I had a good time with it, actually. Because the one guy, uh, he's have to feed these birds, so the birds start attacking its like, uh, sister. What have I, I forget the names of all these characters. Didn't I'm not going to lie. Yeah, didn't, did, I think I watched this two years ago. Mm. Um, yeah. And it all has like it has like the vertigo. The one guy falls off the roof and he does the vertigo and all that. Was that Kelso? Again, I don't know the characters. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think it's Hyde, Eric, Kelso. Oh, who's Fez? Fez, Some, is the that's somebody. Foreign student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, even the mom like, takes place in the whole thing. Like it was fun to see like all these uh, Hitchcock like uh, like hints. Like, huh? You see what we did there? Psycho. Remember Psycho, guys? <laughs> And uh, I also watched the uh, first Halloween episode that the seventies show did, where it's like uh, yeah, they all hang okay. out in like the school, and they go back and they read all their. Uh, oh yeah, from grade school. They, they, yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah, their report cards. Yeah, their permanent records. And so that was kind of fun because like yeah. one guy's dressed up as the Adam West Batman, and uh, they're kind of in an abandoned school, so it has like a spooky factor. But again, I don't really like this show. No, neither do I. I feel like um, I might be uh, ostracized from my peer group, <laughs> but I just couldn't stand Well, I, I think it's a show that everyone liked at the time, and mm. I don't think it's age well. I, I hope I'll still enjoy it. I mean, I remember loving it when mm. it was on, but I, the parents were the best part. Oh, yeah. And Hyde. The parents and I Hyde. I guess they actually, uh, during one of these episodes- Hyde's the worst. You get to see- um, In the uh, show, when you watch it now, Hyde is, is the worst. He He's the, such a phony, like, cool guy. <laughs> I would never want to be friends with that dude. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um- yeah, I watched a lot of it when it came back on, and I didn't like it. Yeah, growing up, growing up, really. I, I thought it, if it was you know, on, it was on. If it, it was wasn't. on, so you'd watch it, and uh, it was a slog. Yeah, I, I find like even watching these two episodes, like it doesn't make me want to go back and watch the entire series at all. So how many pumpkins? I get. I got to give five point five. Both, both of them. Five. Actually, you know what? I'm the Hitchcock one six, and the other one okay. five point five. Cool. Uh, I'm just going to be quick with this one. Uh, I've been continuing in the Halloween War Season 7 from this year. Uh, secret Creature Reveal. Uh, the guest host on this episode was Robert Patrick. Awesome. And uh, the first challenge was a mummy on vacation they had to do. And the second, the big one, that they have five hours or whatever, was Monster Reveal. Again, I mean, this. what do you say about this? It's a... Uh, <laughs> 
Have you ever watched? Uh, it's called Halloween. It's like a, it's on the Cooking Network. So it's one of those shows. If your if your uh, better half isn't into horror films, which yours is, but uh, you know if they're not, it's uh, it's kind of fun. What it is, they have like a cake expert, a pumpkin expert, and a candy expert. You have a certain amount of time, and you have to do like create these sculptures. And when you see the things that they create, like it's amazing. Like if someone created this out of clay and paint and everything, you'd be impressed. But the fact that it's like made out of pumpkins and food in a certain amount of time, and they always have like a horror guest host like tom savini has been on there um the girl from saw actually um various people tony todd tony todd um i don't know if tony todd maybe yeah, i think he was actually that was only- but yeah it's actually quite fun um i'm gonna give it seven pumpkins out of ten i mean cool. i'm not gonna give one episode more yeah. than the other but i i look forward to it every week <laughs> so i watched a movie that i've been wanting to watch for over a year now and i i finally got the opportunity to watch Bone Tomahawk. Awesome! Oh, nice. <laughs> oh my God, is it good. Kurt Russell can do no wrong in my eyes. That movie is amazing. Kurt Russell and Richard Jenkins mm-hmm. as the old man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just was great. talking these almost non-sequiturs. Like, it opens up with him doing one of these kind of monologues where he's talking about nothing, and you're going, what the hell is this guy going on about? <laughs> and it keeps going. All this brutalizing gore is happening and he's still telling these yeah. s- stories about like a flea show what, what do you flea circus a flea circus that yeah. comes to town I absolutely love I, like I love westerns mm-hmm. this is like a, a horror western mm-hmm. uh, it, it follows both tropes very well very, right? very well it's it's not really outside of either genre mm-hmm. Um, the acting is great. The characters are awesome. And the gore is done really well, oh too, I thought. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's that one scene, which we won't spoil, but mm. it's like one of the most shocking death yeah. scenes I've seen in a Ever. film. Ever. Yeah. Mm. I, I think it's a good sign of a, a good film is where, like, the first, you could have a half an hour of these characters talking and you'd be fine with it. Like, obviously, I'm a horror guy. Yeah. I like Westerns, too. But I'm, I wanted that horror. But, like, I was enjoying the characters and the dialogue so much that if, like, Cannibals never showed up. I'd kind of be like, Still okay, enjoy that's, the movie, right? I, I'm just, I just want to go yeah. on the trip with the Kurt Russell, and I just want to <laughs> go on a road trip with these guys yeah. in the desert and whatnot. Um, so I don't know. To me, that's always a good sign of a film where like you cannot have the horror, like from *Dust Till Dawn*. Like yeah. that's another example where it's like just, vampires don't show up. Like yeah, an hour the vampires anyway. don't show up, but you're still really into the film. Yeah, there, there's a, a good slow burn in uh, *The Descent*. Or is another one. The, yeah, *The Descent* is uh, yeah. that's one I wouldn't wouldn't mind going back to this October, but. I think it's the best, if I'm talking about Western, I think it's the best Western since The Proposition, which is after The Unforgiven, my all-time... Nick Cave did the... Uh... Nick Cave did uh, wrote it, yeah. Um, I, I have that. I haven't John... watched oh, it. Yeah, it's really God. good. It's un- unbelievable. It's an Australian Western. Yeah. yeah, yeah I picked it up, super and it's one of those and... things that I just, you know... That's how I've heard it's really bleak. you got to be in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. Um but it, again, falls the trope. So this is—it's been a while since I've been like wowed by a western. There's been uh, some some good ones, but again, this is an eight point five pumpkins. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, you are like on a roll, baby. The roll will it. will yeah. be ending soon. The same director actually um, just released uh, a prison action film starring Vince Vaughn, and uh, I've heard it's incredible as well. I think it just came out like in the past week or two. Huh. So interesting. All right. Have you guys? You guys know who Ben Wheatley is, right? Yeah, He's the yeah. guy who did like uh, a list. list. And... A high, high Rise? Did he do? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually am embarrassed to say that I haven't, I don't think I've seen any of his films. Oh, crazy. Um, he well, he did that really like arty black and white about the, is that what? That's what oh, I'm about cool. to talk about, baby. A Field in England. 
it's a really odd movie. I don't know if I enjoyed it at all. There was some interesting things. There was some cool. It was a more of an experiment to watch a real art fuck movie, but the um, dialogue was interesting. But the actual plot just was really. <laughs> Jim Jarmushian without the wit, if I could uh, right. say anything. So, a lot of people are, are quite divisive on, and I've only mm-hmm. seen High Rise, yeah, which I quite enjoyed. But again, like yeah. the plot is barely there. Mm-hmm. But that one had amazing kind of set pieces. But you kind of like the characters you aren't made to be likable in that one. And I've heard mm-hmm. that about most of his. I've heard Kill List is his masterpiece. I like Kill List. I, I think Ky- Kill List was absolutely amazing. I enjoyed the character. I think that's that the one, one that, so. like, from that point on, everyone mm-hmm. was like, they'll check out everything yeah. he does. I, I think he does. He's kind of like, I think he's a director. You got to give him credit. Like every film is completely different. Like he did Kill List, then he yeah. did this weird black and white, like kind of arty film. Then he did uh, High Rise. Then he yeah. did this. What's the action one where it's pretty much just a group of people and they're all like in a warehouse in a shootout? Oh, the, that, the new one that just yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That um, actually looks pretty cool, actually. So he's a, he's a director that, yeah, it definitely seems like he, it's kind of cool. Since I've seen High Rise, I wanted to go back and yeah. watch them all, even though I don't know if I'd recommend High Rise to most people because I feel like most people would. I, again, it. I couldn't recommend this movie. Like you might, you might dig it, but I think you would have a hard time watching it, too. It was kind of... If it wasn't October, I probably would have ended it. But again, there was this... Uh, um, Is it about witches or pilgrims? Uh, it's yeah. about the devil, Old Scratch, huh. I guess. Huh. Uh, a, he, and he's trying to... And they're tripping out of mushrooms or something. Yeah, the like entire that. whole. It's, it's, it is a weird LSD art film. But again, I had to watch to see where it went next. But again, if it wasn't October, I might not have. Uh, no. After like an hour, I'd be like, okay, man, I'm just going to turn this one off. So I got to give it, uh, I don't know, five pumpkins out of ten. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I finished off the night. Uh, Danny's not here, but he's definitely here in spirit <laughs> because uh, I did Paranormal Activity 2 <laughs> from 2010. Um, again, apparently I enjoyed these movies more than Dan, and I didn't even think I enjoyed them that much. But um, <laughs> this one takes place just before the first film, and it's all about her sister, the, the lead from the first film, oh, okay. her sister. Because you found out they mentioned in the first film that when they were kids, they had weird stuff going on. And this shows you that the haunting actually began at her house, and it also explains how it ended up at her sister's house. Um, the mother uh, was really good in this. So at that point, wouldn't the movie just not make sense? Because uh, you know, who lives and who dies because you've already seen the first one or not really no not really because right. I think have you not seen these Maddie? again I started watching them but they, again they got so convoluted I don't remember any the of fir- them well the second film ends they, they kind of happen at the same like this one starts before that one but then the ending of this one is actually after the ending of the first oh, one okay. so they're kind of intertwined but yeah the, the mother was uh, quite good in this but the, the biggest surprise for me and I don't know if she went on to have much of a career but I thought the daughter was really good in this for, like, mm-hmm. you know when you have like a whatever she is 13, 14 yeah, or something sometimes it can it can come across very bad and is this I thought the one she did with a good the, job the fan um the fan shot that the can they put the camera on the fan is that the next no the, I think that might be the that's next the third one, one. Yeah, yeah this is the one that this one has all the cameras and the security cam uh, ah yes, yes 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 and it has like the pool there's already something going on with the pool um of course once again the man in the film is uh, a dick the father yeah um all these films it seems like the man is just this guy that makes a joke of it and ends up uh, you know paying the ultimate price yeah um, but yeah I thought the security cam was a really interesting way of um, another you know a different way of getting all the different shots they needed um, these films again I don't 
necessarily see them as films. They're like a ride, and you're just kind yeah, of waiting. Make sense. You know, when it goes to the night footage, you're just waiting for that jump scare. You're waiting for them to get you. And this film was no different. I mean, the build up again, like I said, Blair Witch, I think works so well because the mythology is so awesome. Mm-hmm. This film, I mean, I've only seen the first three, and the mythology is not that interesting. Yeah. It's more you're waiting for that jump scare. But again, I thought it did an okay job of kind of keeping you interested. But really, when an, it's about an hour in when the film really gets going, and from that point on, they're like, it's nonstop, isn't it? it there's a couple scares yeah. that kind of worked on me. I mean, a couple of actually, not just jump scares, but just terrifying moments that kind of stayed with me. Even though there's like a cheap jump scare in the kitchen mm-hmm. with the pots and pans, but it was, it was effectively done. I mean, these films like surprisingly for these small budget films, I mean, I guess there's not much to them so they can spend the money on the CGI, but like, the way they do things, like you never really know. You're always like, how did they yeah, do that? Yeah, I do find this. Like, it's uh, interesting. There's a scene where the dog is pulled down the base, and I thought that scene was really well done. And then another scene where the um, the mom's pulled down the stairs by like her hair yeah. and arms. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I think the biggest problem with the film is it is kind of like most of the stuff happens at night, so it's kind of like predictable and, and formulaic, and you're just sitting there waiting for the I night. You know, nothing is really cool going to happen during, during the, day, the day. I thought, but it happens yeah. once in a while. Here's my biggest problem with these films, and the same problem I had with the first film. They do such a good job of doing like subtle scares. It's kind of like I don't know if I believe in ghosts. I mean, I wish yeah. I did, yeah. but the more I think about it, it's like yeah, they probably don't exist. But like. To me, if I if I heard a pounding on my door, I would be freaked out about that. And then anytime they do stuff like that in films, I think that works. You know, pans moving where you hear like the footsteps, all that kind of stuff. But my biggest problem with these films, they always do such a good job. And then by the end, they go way over the top and they have like necks getting snapped. And to me, it's like once you get to that point, it's like, I'm afraid of my wall all of a sudden banging. I'm not afraid of a ghost snapping my neck. Yeah. So it, it always takes me out of it. But yeah, I would say this film is just as solid as the first film i'm gonna give it seven pumpkins out of ten i'm actually um yeah i'm I'm doing pretty good with some of these movies uh yeah i i find that series up until the third one is surprisingly solid and i i have a a strong aversion to found footage yeah i'm almost same same with me i mean there's there's a handful that i really enjoy but most of them i'm just like uh and i'm not rushing to watch any of these again yeah yeah but it was one of those things. As it goes along, they f- they find interesting ways to keep it. Yeah, to keep it fresh. Keep somewhat. it fresh. Yeah. The, and now I think I've seen the fourth also, and it it was awful. Yeah, that's. A, I've seen the first three and I enjoyed them, but I remember after the third one, I was just kind of like, eh, I'm kind of like I'm bored with this now, and I was worried How going many back. Are there five? Um, well, there's there's five plus a spinoff, the marked one spinoff, okay. and then there's an unofficial Japanese uh, sequel, I guess. It doesn't count. But um, yeah, I, I was worried too. Would you call it Japanese knockoff? <laughs> <laughs> I was worried, like you mentioned, that like going back to these. But again, I want to try to get through them all, and I, I figure you got to start from the beginning to kind of remember what's going on. And I was really worried they would not hold up, so I've been surprised that they have mostly hmm. worked. I imagine once you get past the third one, it's probably going to be and, the exact same. Yeah, song. and I think you know if I watch them. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to feel when I get to the fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. I I could see it definitely getting stale, though. Yeah. But so far, it's working for me as as again like as a ride. I don't. It's like an amusement park ride. It's not really a good film. Yeah. I mean, you're watching, you know, characters talk about nothing, and you're just like waiting for that jump scare. And yeah, five sense. minutes later, ten minutes later. But anyways, uh, is that it? Are we on to the eighteenth for the seventeenth for me? Yep. Okay, let's move on to the eighteenth then. So I on the 18th uh, I started by watching uh, Backcountry. 
Is that I've, about the bears? Uh, there, there's the bear in it. So I think I might own that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a Canadian movie, um, right. and it's about this couple that they go out into. It's it's a Algonquin, but they awesome. call it somewhere else, and they go out. And she's not a an outdoorsy person, but he comes across as this very outdoorsy person. And he did this growing up, and he he's been on these he trails forever. And we're going to go to this one place because it's so special, even though they've been told don't go, don't there, go. There's bears, motherfuckers. Well, they just said it's a mess, and and there there's a classic Canadian actor that they meet in this. Is it Leslie Nielsen? Nielsen? <laughs> no, it's not Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> Rips off his shirt. <laughs> Day of the Animals, yeah, the greatest amazing. Uh, movie of all time. Anyway, sorry. Um, How old is this movie? It's like two or three years old. Okay, so it's real young. And so they go out, and then they meet this kind of creepy guide. So he builds all this tension. You know, he comes into the camp, and the boyfriend sees him talking to the girlfriend, and he kind of sticks around, overstays his welcome, and, and really makes it uncomfortable. But the boyfriend's kind of beat a dick a little bit too to about be it. Jealous. Yeah. So, anyways, they go off, and he says, "Yeah, we'll go this way." And you first see a paw, right? Yeah. But they keep going, and it's very understated. Everything, and they get to where they're supposed to go on this beautiful lake, and it's just woods, woods forever. So now they're just stuck in the woods. In the woods, and there is the bear. The bear stuff is done unbelievably well. Awesome. Um. And I don't want to give too much away, but I thought this was one of the stinkers. No, this is not. Like, yeah, I think I, I, I think I own this because Scream Factory released, and I think I picked it up, and I just haven't got around to watching it. So it, this was a surprise. How much I, 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 how there, there's some issues with this. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those like classic, like why the fuck didn't you take a map when the guy <laughs> says <laughs> Told to take, you to a, take map. a map? But for the most part, things are are done in a way that isn't as as kind of flat or aggressively stupid. <laughs> and honestly, the effects are, are great in it. It builds this point. The female lead, Missy Peregrine, or, uh, she's been in a bunch of Canadian TV shows. Melodramas? Was she in Degrassi? I think the Rookie Blue, okay. which I never saw. I was yeah. done at our work. I've never seen either. Uh, <laughs> she's great in it. Canadian. He's Canadian. He, uh, the, the boyfriend's not the greatest actor but again, serviceable. Uh, so I'm going to give it uh, seven pumpkins out of ten. Oh, wow. Cool. So, so you're, actually, you're on, still bit on of a high. bit of a roll, right? Still on the high. Coming to the low. <laughs> okay. I, I'm actually more excited about the lows than I am about the highs. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, Maddie, why don't you jump in for the 18th? Have you guys heard about this movie called Hell House LLC? No. No. It's this found footage movie about a bunch of kids who build their own Halloween haunt in the same vein of uh, House of October built. So they start from the get-go, and they like you go into this, they find this haunted house away from New York, and it's done as like a documentary. Like uh, starts off this movie is like, we found this footage. This is what happened. It showed the f- uh, police footage of what happened that night, and uh, I guess a ca- bunch of campers were doing a YouTube video, and it got posted to YouTube before the police took it down. So they're just trying to figure out what happened that night. So they find this uh, the footage of the people who made this Halloween haunt, and they uh, it goes from like setting it all up, and like they go in there and like in the basement. Some shit was already written on the walls and whatnot. I was like, oh, I didn't have to do any work. There's already a pentagram on the wall and all the cool, oh, there's a bunch of Bibles. Here are a bunch of Bibles doing it here. And it goes in the history of how this house was 
owned by this one guy who's kind of lost his mind and had a bit of money, he was a bit of a miser, and he was really into the occult and shit like that. It just kind of slowly builds up how they're turning this Halloween haunt and what happened that fateful night. And it's done surprisingly yeah, it well. Yeah, pretty cool. It is kind of dope because like, it's almost like in the same vein as paranormal, investi- uh, paranormal uh, activity because you see things in the background of like, you hear like the piano. Is it found footage? Yeah, 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 yeah. You hear like the piano playing in the background, like, oh, that's kind of strange. But it's surrounded by scary masks and like scary clowns and shit. So you're already in this uh, interesting, spooky atmosphere, but like that place is haunted. So, what like, year did this come out? It was in 2016. So is this so, like yeah. super low budget or has it got a bit it of has a budget? It a bit of a budget okay. and a, an actual someone who knows what they're doing behind the helm of the camera, okay, which nice. is good. So I, I got to give it like a 7.5 pumpkins because wow. I was I've never expecting heard nothing from it and it kind of gave me this like, wow, this is actually an interesting story too. Like it kind of got me uh, in it and even the characters were really likable too, which is Wait, very what's it rare. Again? A Hell House, LLC. Okay, huh. Interesting. Cool. I I only watched uh, just an episode that day. It's the only day so far this month that I did not get through a movie. I don't know why. Maybe that we were recording that day. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, anyways, I don't know what happened. But um, so I, I've been continuing the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, trying to get through all twenty eight or twenty nine of them. What number are you on? Uh, so I'm on season thirteen, uh, Treehouse of Horror twelve from two thousand one. Uh, this one opens up with Mr. Burns setting up his Halloween decorations for his house or mm-hmm. Smithers' house opening him and he dies and then the Simpsons go in there trick-or-treating and then they get murdered and that's the opening so the wraparound the wraparounds of these are always kind of fun mm. unfortunately the rest of the segment's not so great so it has Hex in the City this is a, a gypsy places a curse on Homer so Homer catches a leprechaun to uh, end the curse <laughs> I remember this leprechaun being really well done too. Uh, it was it was okay it was silly fun but I can't say I loved it the second segment is the best and actually one of the better um, segments I've seen in, in the last couple episodes, uh, House of Wax. Um, wax is in like to wax someone oh, okay. off. Yeah, or of to, to whack off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got what you meant the first time. <laughs> oh, I think I've seen this one, yeah. So Pierce Brosnan, they get this like house. It's like this Futuristic, yeah, futuristic it's computer much house how is what it is. Um, and Pierce Brosnan is the voice of the perverted house. <laughs> it's so good, man. He's just sitting there watching like Marge yum, uh, yum, bathe. Yum, and he's yum, like, yum, yeah, yum, yum, yum. And then she calls the police, and he answers <laughs> yeah. the phone as like he's, he's controlling the the phone, and he answers. He's like, yeah, just remove your knickers and get in the bath. <laughs> but it's like Pierce Brosnan with like his yeah. like sexual yeah. British accent that you're kind of like, you could see the woman going for it, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, if you're going to, you know, have a relationship with a house, it would be the a house with the Brosnan. voice of Pierce Brosnan. But I don't know. I thought this episode was hilarious. Like, I thought he, like, that voice was so perfect. Yeah. It never came off as corny. It came off as, like, kind of, like, scary because he's trying to knock off Homer as well. Mm-hmm. But also hilarious just because... He's a bit pervy. It's just <laughs> such a silly Pierce Brosnan as a perverted house. I never thought I'd see that. And so I really enjoyed that segment. Unfortunately, the last one was just terrible. Uh, Whiz Kids. This is uh, coming the out Harry during the, yeah, the hype of the Harry Potter. It's uh, pretty much just the Simpsons kids are wizards. Yeah. And I have really nothing to say about it. It was just very... Uh, I do um, remember the end of the show was actually really well done. Because they're on their way back. It's like, oh, you get to like drive here. Well, boys, it's like the, uh, the monster from the uh, third... Uh, Pierce Brosnan and the Leprechaun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something like <laughs> you just that. keep driving there, boy. I love that too. I don't want to spoil, it, but I love the ending of that the House of Wax um, mm. segment as well. I'll just say it involves Patty and uh, Selma. Selma, but it, that was quite good. Anyways, I'm going to give uh, it a five and a half pumpkins out of ten. Mm. These 
episodes after like season 10 are just you know it's like there's one segment here and there that's good but it's like what year was this this was 2001 i can't believe this yeah there's 28 of these but um yeah, it's almost like, you know, every episode I'm finding one segment that's either decent or good. Um, and the rest then two are so this was 12? Tw- this is 12, yeah. yeah. This is when, again, they're, they're starting to like, well, Harry Potter's popular, so let's do that. It's yeah. like, forget about trying to do a horror episode, which I'm not enjoying. Like, I want Treehouse of Horror yeah. to be horror-related in some way. So. Not just pop culture. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. What else did you guys watch on the 18th? So I watched The Diabolical. It stars Allie Larder. Okay. Ooh, she hasn't done anything since like Final Destination 3 or 4 or whatever. And uh, I, there's the guy that was on Mad Men who is like the lounge singer guy. It's It was fucking atrocious. <laughs> Good, eh? So it's basically this house. It seems like there's a demon, but there's a twist that it's not a demon. It's uh, it's so the acting is so stilted. There's no tension. The pacing is terrible. Some of the effects are like okay if it was a TV show, but you keep seeing them over and over again, and they try to build this emotional arc that just doesn't add up to anything. Um, So uh, yeah, this is the worst movie I've seen in. in, 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 in 2017. That's amazing. Uh, it's a, it's, I'm being generous and giving it two pumpkins. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Diabolique. Are you going to watch Diabolique too? <laughs> Maybe, just to have something that was just close. To watch it, that it's not that old, and it felt like it was much older. The effects didn't the eff- quite The effects, and just up. the way it was shot too. It was really inconsistent um, cinematography. It was things I don't normally notice. That's when you know it's bad. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess uh, let's move on to the 19th then. 19th. So, yeah, so on the 19th, I watched a TV show that you actually recommended. It was... Um, All right! All right! <laughs> I remember the intro to this song, and it gets stuck in my head. I, I saw Life with Louie yeah. from uh, 1980. Life with Louie, oh. Louie, Louie. This, I actually really enjoyed myself. I might go back and actually watch this series. Exactly. This I, Halloween episode was, it wasn't as uh, Halloween-esque as I like it to be, but I still enjoyed myself watching it. Yeah, I didn't love this episode, but I agree. Mm. Like, it's it's so disappointing and I don't understand. I don't know if there's mm. some kind of music rights or something, but why the show's not on DVD, like out of all the cartoons that have made yeah. TV. Because this is one where it's like most cartoons you grew up watching a kid you know, they don't hold up. It's like no. this superhero. Turtles this do one. not hold up. Exactly. Or G.I. Joe. But that's one where it's like, it's a kind of a coming of age and mm-hmm. you can kind of relate to the different things he goes through that I, I would think His it would mom work. won't let him have candy. <laughs> I recommend, again, we're getting off track here, but um, watch the Christmas episode this Christmas. Okay. So that one's actually quite good. And again, it's like, it's one of those ones where you can relate to like getting the snowball in your ear and that <laughs> kind of stuff. That's all over it. I remember yeah. loving this. It, it kind of mm. came out after Bobby's World. Yeah. yeah. And I, I loved Bobby's World growing mm. up. And then this was the next thing on Saturday morning. That yeah. makes sense. I think it's a bit more mature than Bobby's World. Okay. Yeah. Mature I, isn't the right word, but like a bit more. Uh, last year I did watch yeah. the Bobby's World Halloween and it, it it doesn't hold up as well as I remember. Bobby's World, I think like it's all from the mind of a child. So I think when you watch it now, you there's kind of some nostalgia there, mm. but it's like very like. Hard to get in the headspace. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this one, I, I think. Could be a little this one. I think you could relate. Well, it's more him. To. It's his him relating as an adult. Yeah, relaying yeah. as an adult. It's like the Wonder Years or Christmas yeah, Story exactly. of cartoons, or or, or, exactly. or the Chris Rock show. 
I never watched that, that like, one. Everyone Hates Chris? Everyone Hates Chris, yeah. Okay. Is that good? I remember that being kind of good. They just released yeah. like the complete series on DVD. I don't know like, if it would hold or up or, or not. I don't remember watching it at all. I, 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 I did, but yeah. So... What do you give it? I don't know. I got to give it maybe 6.5. I really enjoyed it for a kid's cartoon. 9.5. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, it was a... 11.5. Yeah. What's what's the highest we can go on? Is it 10.5 pumpkins? I got to say, from a a listener and an appreciator of the show, I'm glad we're back to the 10... Yeah, I, I agree with you too. Actually, I do like. Well, the it was it was a, it was a bit of you and a bit of one of our listeners, Dave. Mm-hmm. He kind of said the same thing that he agreed with you. Actually, he he mentioned your name, and when I was like started watching some of these, like I found that a lot of them were getting like three out of fives. So I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be boring if everything has the exact same rating. Yeah. So I think it, it made sense. Not um, enough color. In those exactly. Ratings. Not enough pumpkins. Yeah. So congratulations, guys, being back on the right pumpkin <laughs> Thanks. scale. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and if if anyone may not know as well, but the bloopers are back. It's well, so if you want to stay to the very end of the show, you can hear the really offensive stuff that, uh, if you feel like us ripping on Dan is bad, what do you hear those bloopers? Woof. <laughs> but, um, well, Dan had to stay in the house tonight to watch house, so yeah. it's his own fault. Every time Dan says he's sick, he watches like 14 movies that day. I yeah, think it's just a way of, he knows yeah. that we're not going to get anything because we're going to be recording late and he's just trying to get in those like 10 movies. There's no day. doubt in my mind. He's watching the Halloween episodes of House. (laughs) Anyways, what did you watch on the 19th? So I watched The Lazarus Effect. Starring uh, Olivia Wilde Mm -hmm. and Mark Duplass and Donald Glover. Um, How is this? Isn't this kind of like a a ripoff of Flatliners, in a sense? Yeah, so they, they basically come up with a serum that brings people back to life. Okay. Um. It was fucking terrible. That I really like the Duplass. I like Duplass. I, so I like too. Duplass. Yeah. I love Donald Glover. Yeah. Um, Lando Carizzi and himself. Yeah. Uh, huge fan of everything he's done up until watching this. It just feels so forced. There are some good effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like Olivia Wilde actually gives a pretty good performance, but there's so many bad ideas where they're trying to bring in science versus religion with two, like should be heavy duty scientists. Yeah. Um and yeah, there just never was any tension. No, no real tension. Was it a comedy or was it no, more No, no, it's it's, it's a, serious a serious or okay. no comedy at all. Like that's the other thing. You've got these that could have been a good comedy. And it's also got the the guy that's in all the American horror stories, the younger kid. Um he's in every single oh, one. The, he's the, not the, younger. The, the cat from um X-Men. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the comic relief. Not funny. Donald yeah. Glover is not funny at all. That's weird. Which is strange. Very understated. Seems kind of miscast or just uninterested. It feels like yeah. he's kind of uninterested. The dialogue is stilted. It's real bad. It's not worth checking out. How many pumpkins? This one gets three. I'm not going to lie. When you gave that like cast, I'm like, well, I have to watch this. When, the yeah. cast? That's why I watched it. Yeah. I was like, how is this cast... Why haven't I've not heard anything yeah. about this really? I, I've heard things that aren't good. Okay, fair. <laughs> I, I haven't picked it up. If I haven't bought it, then it's got to be bad because yeah, I buy everything. That's true, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Not worth. Not worth a. It's not even for. Oh, I'm curious about this. Don't even bother. What Don't you're even saying. bother. Cool. Okay. Um, okay. On that night, I watched a slasher film that Code Red released on Blu-ray. I've been really. They've been releasing like this year, man. Like. 
you look at Scream Factory and Arrow, these bigger companies, and Code Red's this like one man operation. And like, I think it's crazy to say, but I don't know. He may have the best year. He may have beat every company with his Code Red. He's been releasing oh, so many amazing. like hidden gems. Everything he's put out, I've been enjoying. But this is a little slasher from 1987 called Twisted Nightmare. Um, awful acting. <laughs> that good, eh? Great name. <laughs> like, the actors are only memorable for how bad they are. The dialogue, so awkward and atrocious. It, it feels like it was written by someone that doesn't understand the English language. That <laughs> good, eh? Like it, it's that bad. No flow to the film whatsoever. It, it literally feels like a bunch of random, pointless scenes slapped together. And after all that, you're thinking, well, he must hate this film. I, I pretty much had a blast with it, though. Um, this is a film... Why, why did you have such a blast with all this like negative uh, shit you're saying? Because this is a film, again... My ring's not going to be high, but I think if I watch this with like a bunch you guys, of people with beers and bunch shit? of guys, if this is a movie you put on with a yeah. bunch of guys, some beer, some pizza, whatever, and you just crack jokes, sit around, just enjoying the insanity of this film. So you're doing multiple personalities when you're watching <laughs> <Yeah>. this, <laughs> maybe. So there's this really angry character named Dean, and he's got to be one of the greatest characters in slasher movie history. I tried to find quotes. But uh, unfortunately, I guess this movie isn't big enough that there's not a lot of quotes out there for it. But I, I, yeah, I meant to show you guys some scenes before you got here. You know Farva from like Super Trooper? Yeah, yeah, of course. This is the Farva of slasher films. Like this guy's so angry and he's hanging out with these group of friends and you don't get why. Like <laughs> They invite I, him around? Yeah, I don't know if it's like they're friends with his girlfriend and he just shows up. Like Because this guy, the whole movie, is just a dick. Every scene he's in, it's just him telling everyone to fuck off and, <laughs> and insulting them in terrible ways and complaining about everything. He's just constantly raging out. It's like, he, yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but he was like, every scene he was in, I was literally by myself, like in tears, laughing at how amazing this guy was. Um, every woman, like if, if you want female nudity, yeah, pretty much every woman's going to get nude. Um, there's like this really awkward where this girl's like in this kitchen, this really awkward dance scene. And you just feel bad for the actress. It's like, someone probably told you you're a good dancer. She's not. Um <laughs> There's this African-American guy that he just starts singing randomly. And like, I guess this was like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, um, what's a high-pitched 80s singer? Um, was it Little Richie or no? He's not. <laughs> or Neville? I don't know. Either way, this guy's singing this song. And I don't know if it's a real song, but he's singing this high-pitched voice. And it's just like, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome how bad it is. Um, there's like a sheriff. He gets his head ripped off. And as he's getting his head ripped off, he screams like a girl. Um, I know that's a sexist comment, but um, he, he literally screams like a little girl. Uh, you have a guy that tells his girlfriend to go make some sandwiches. <laughs> like, this is a film you're getting here. Uh, the kills are in abundance. Like, Was there any boring moments in this movie? Or was it all just, like, insane, insanity, insanity? It keeps on going. Well, the, yeah. unfortunately, the kills aren't great. I mean, there's mm-hmm. definitely a couple highlights, but a lot of them just are very mediocre. There's, like, blurry slow motion, and you just hear, like, growling sounds. And uh, There are some cool, like, villain silhouettes, you know, with the blue background and the smoke and stuff but uh the fog but yeah it, it's just um it's a film that like again it, it's not good by any means but i Still i enjoyed it yeah like again like i said that dean character like added is not even it. a star man he added like five stars like this is probably like a without him this would probably be a very like probably below average slasher yeah. but he definitely brings up i'm gonna give it six pumpkins out of ten oh, but again I, it's one of those films i watched late at night and i was tired yeah I think like next year we're doing like a, a movie, movie night, night and we're going to watch this and I bet yeah. you it will go up to like a seven, at least yeah, 7.5. Okay, we'll get some Pizza World pizza. Yeah. 
you guys really have to see this character, man. He was so fucking great. <laughs> some Pizza World pizza and some wingly wings. <laughs> look, pizza World, it's great. <laughs> the Pizza World's the new unofficial sponsor for today. I'm giving a shout out, Pizza World, No Frills Plaza. Get there. <laughs> there's a, I, oh, I just wanted to bring up again. I, don't, I can't remember any dialogue, but I remember like there's a scene where they, I don't know if they do a draw or something to see who gets the bed in the cabin because everyone else will just have to like sleep on the floor and he like loses and he says, "Fuck this shit, fuck you guys, I'm fucking taking that thing. I don't care what you fucking fuck." Like it's just him. Like he's just like. He is a dead. And, and then later on, it shows him and he gets up and he's complaining. Fuck these fucking people! I'll just go take that bed <laughs> again. Like I'm not, I'm not giving. Uh, You're not giving any justice. I'm not. Yeah, I'm giving this dialogue so he's the, justice. He's the Jimmy to. Diamond. Yeah, <laughs> of the yeah. world. Of he's the, the world. Jimmy, yeah, it's of this world. He was so good though, man. Dean is my new favorite. Uh, my favorite movie character of 2017. <laughs> all right, all right. Favorite Shocktober character. Next year, he should be like our, our um, mascot. Mascot. The sh- mascot. For October. Um, what else did you guys watch on the 19th? So I watched a, a documentary. Uh, the same guys who did Cropsy did a, a documentary called Killer Legends. And what they did is they broke down like four uh, urban legends. They did the uh, razor blades and the apple, like tainted Halloween candy. Yeah. They did uh, Killer Clowns. Didn't they do the one with the hook? They got the yeah, hook they the did the, uh, the, uh, the guy in the hook from uh, with, uh, Texarkana, the town that jutted sundown. Sorry, he doesn't have a hook. I was thinking, don't they do that story where the... But they did do the hook that actually originated from um, okay. uh, the uh, town that dreaded sundown. Okay, cool. That was part of it. And then the uh, babysitter, where people like call in and say, oh, there's a... He's nice. called, coming inside your house. And they broke down what was actually real about it and what was fake about it. And it was actually oh, that's cool. really well done. They had some reenactments from movies, which is kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. The babysitter from like uh, When a Stranger Calls, and they did like... The, What's uh, it called? Uh, uh, Killer Legends. Killer Legends. I started this last year, and I... Yeah. I it wasn't that it was bad. Like I just put on late at night, got through like ten minutes, and just for some reason never went back to oh, it. Yeah? It's been on like my two watch, to watch list. list. I don't know why. I haven't. Is it on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Yeah. I actually I really enjoyed this movie. It was kind of fun to see about the documentary side of the whole thing. Like even like the killer candy is some interesting things that I didn't know. And I started talking about uh, John Wayne Gacy, and like oh, that actually is very interesting. So I got to give it. I was going to say Killer Clowns got to be Gacy. Gacy. Eight out of ten pumpkins, man. Wow. Yeah, Ooh. I really really enjoyed it. And it's wow. really well done. I'll, I'll try to watch that for that. Yeah, you love here. that director. Yeah, right? I really do. Because you dug. As well, uh, would you finish off your night with Adam? So I finished off my night with a movie I feel like you guys really liked, and I was so so. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Okay, I, I really enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it as much as other people. I, there's a lot of people that they're like, "This is the best horror film in the past ten years." Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying this is the best horror film, but I thought it was such a cool idea, and I had a lot. I of liked fun it with until it. like the last. 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I like the goofy aspects. I think when yeah. it got too, like it tried to be too much of a horror film was where it kind of threw me yeah. off. But anyways, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I kind of feel similar. Like there's a lot of things I really like about this. Yeah. I love the chemistry between the two lead Tucker actors. And Dale. <laughs> yeah, Tucker and Dale. I love the broy douchebag yeah. lead teenage character. He's just so awful the whole time. And it, it's genuinely funny. Uh, mm. a lot of the time. But the problem I did have is the actual plot device, the versus evil, and I never found like that was established too well. It's not like Cabin in the Woods or something where you kind of have this plot device that holds it together. Yeah. It felt like this nebulous nothing the whole time. So I really liked the comedy elements. I liked the... Yeah, I think the concept the is really great where it's yes. just like, it's just people keep on dying by these ridiculous accidents. Oh man, when, and I thought that was yeah. great, but I agree. I think like 
the actual like by the end what's going on isn't took me out of it a bit wasn't it yeah I, I love the way these kids are dying and they think it's a mass suit like there's there's a ton yeah. of things to love mm. about this but overall I, I, I think I, w- I wouldn't put it I wouldn't have been like that's a cult sensation, which it's sort of become, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got. Yeah. It has a pretty big following. Yeah, uh, I felt the same way. I was like, I really enjoyed it, but I, yeah, it's it wouldn't make any of my list probably. But. So I've gone back and forth on this, and I might give it the benefit of of, of a point five here and give it a six point five. Okay, I guess it seems about right. Actually, it actually might be a six, but yeah, like the plot is is pretty bad. Like the actual like. Trying to get from point A to yeah, B yeah, yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. really a bit of a stretch, but but the actual like idea mm-hmm. is great, um, and it is a fun movie too, right? I there's so many fun scenes. Yeah. It's usually when they go back to being like, okay, we got to move the plot ahead. Yeah. You can always feel like, oh, we got to yeah. grind. The, yeah, I wonder the if it almost would have worked better as like a twenty minute short or something, where it's just like, well, yeah. it could have been a, accents happening. It could have been a. Amazing well, like a, anthology, yeah, like a massive, yeah, yeah. Even like a fifty-minute masters of horror would be yeah. kind of cool. It feels like it it struggles to get yeah, to yeah, like an hour added, twenty, yeah, exactly. that yeah. was, and yeah. it's and only an hour twenty. It, and it struggles movie. to yeah. get to that hour twenty. You can feel like it's been padded to be a feature yeah. length. That makes sense. Actually, there's probably you couldn't have another kid impale themselves after like the chainsaw scene <laughs> when he's with the bees. That scene is unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I haven't. I, <laughs> I thought the woodchipper scene was kind of fucking dope. Yeah, too. that's great too. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I guess should we move on to the final day of the night, the twentieth? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I, I've started the night off with um, again another TV film. Uh, this one's called When Michael Calls from 1972. Sounds sexy. Uh, it actually stars a young Michael Douglas. Oh shit! Um, who was who quite good in this? Uh, very genuine performance as a psychologist. He's a psychologist, I believe, at a boys' uh, boarding school. How old would he have been in this movie? Fourteen. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, he was. He's he was, like the Dookie Hauser of. Uh, he was young. I would say yeah. like mid. 20s maybe okay. I mean I could be completely off on this mm. but he seemed pretty young I think he's born in the 40s so oh wow so yeah so yeah. early yeah. 30s then. Or, 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 or or yeah late 20s late 20s yeah um, and then so he, he's in there but the leads are actually um, a really cool because you don't see it often they're a divorced couple yeah but they get along and they have a child and it's them like he'll come by. And it was really cool to see like this couple that both of them are likable. You're never like, I hate one or the other. One of them's like being a douchebag to the other. They're just both this likable couple that you want to hope that they can somehow get, get back, back together. together. But again, it's not really about their mm-hmm. romance necessarily. But yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed them. But the, so the plot of the film is the woman is receiving these calls from her nephew, who is Michael Douglas's brother. The problem is her nephew died years awesome. earlier at the age of 13. I think they say something like, she mentioned in some other people, townspeople, mentioned something and got the the kids taken away from the mother because she was like doing something. I don't yeah. think she was abusing them, but she wasn't taking care of them properly. They're too much. Animal. Now, are these towns people or towns folk? <laughs> what kind of movie are we towns watching? Towns folk, probably. Okay. Did they have pitchforks? Is that the difference? Well, they, yeah, this is definitely like country country area. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so the the kid when he was young, he ran away and uh, ended up I think freezing to death somewhere. Um, so she's getting all these calls, which are kind of creepy. 
They're also a little bit comical. I thought the way they did the voice, it almost sounded like something you'd hear in like a cartoon, like Simpsons cartoon or something. It wasn't as creepy don't as like... a cow, Mom. Not like that, but just, I don't know, the way they did the voice, you know, it wasn't like Black Christmas creepy or anything, yeah, but it. it was still well done. Uh, but yeah, I really dug it. So that, that's pretty much a play film. You're trying to figure out who... You know they they do a they do a really good job throwing you off and getting you guessing multiple people. It's like you think it's this person. That's like oh I can't be this person because they were there when this call happened. And like they do a really good job. And I, I thought the way it ends, like the finale and the mystery, was actually really cool. Uh, there's a great scene where the sheriff goes missing and they're having um, a Halloween party. So it actually takes place in Halloween awesome. too, which is cool. And they have their they have all the pumpkins out on the tables up on the stage because it's like, going to be a, a pumpkin judging contest. And they they can't find him and all of a sudden like he comes falling down from the rafters and oh, smashes cool. through the table and the pumpkins I thought that was a really well done scene um, yeah I don't know I, I really dug this um, I'm going to give it seven and a half awesome. uh, pumpkins out of 10 4.5 out of 10 that's amazing yeah, yeah like again these TV films man are just really working for me there's something I, I always enjoy I don't know if it's like lately I just I don't know if it's my age but I'm enjoying these movies that are like more smaller yeah character-driven horrors as opposed to like, you know, monsters and CGI and constant stuff coming at you. It's more like, I'm more fascinated by like this kind of like tension, building tension Mm -hmm. and and mystery and and scares. But yeah, I I thought the way, again, the the way it all pays off, it could have really been cheesy and the way they make it all work. Because I was like, ah, this is going to be this or this and the way that what is actually going on, I thought was really cool. So it throws you off and gets you off at the same time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that was my uh, house of wax. Um, well played. Uh, what did you watch on the 20th, Matty? I watched the uh, Ghostbusters uh, Halloween special. Oh, nice. When Halloween was forever. I thought it was kind of cool because uh, Sam Haim looked really good in this uh, oh, no. TV show. So you recommended this? And I actually, yeah, I think I, that yeah, that did make my list, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's it is one of the best Halloween specials. Yeah, Just such a great idea. Cool. I do find Slimer kind of annoying. After yeah, a while. he's in there for the kids. You know yeah, what I, mean? I, I get we, that. We so. always got to remember these shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not like <laughs> yes. a, I'm not booing. No, 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 no. Boo, yeah, Slimer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little prick. So yeah, I gotta give it a five point five pumpkins. But like, I, I enjoyed myself. But it was definitely that's it. Five show. and a half. Yeah, well, like, oh. dude, dude it's, a, it's a cartoon. Uh, I think the idea is so cool though, yeah, where yeah, the guy's like, I do, I freezes his time and he's gonna make Halloween and last the monsters forever. Look really and cool, but again, I, I think that's yeah. one of the cartoons we were talking about. But that's another cartoon where like the stories were written by great writers, yeah. like Michael J. Shrinsky did a bunch of them. But like, yeah, I don't. know. I thought the stories mm-hmm. like they, the Christmas one another bring up Christmas we gotta do a Christmas uh, top 10 Christmas specials or something but um, the Christmas special is really cool yeah. too where they accidentally bust the ghost from a Christmas carol oh, and it throws kind of off fun. the whole plan so Scrooge doesn't learn his lesson and becomes ends up just becoming you know that rich oh, prick and, cool. <laughs> and ruins the town and everything so I also watched the uh, second one that they made, the uh, following uh, okay, cool. season. You know, what's weird about these shows is one season has like something like forty something episodes. Oh yeah, like I'm still going. What? Insane. Yeah. Forty. Insane. That's like um, honeymooners amount yeah, of episodes, right? I uh, yeah, I have the complete series and like the firehouse, and we're still going through them because yeah. it is. There's so many. Like I don't know if it's forty, but I think it's like thirty each season. It's or quite something. a bit. Yeah. 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 It, 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 this is kind of an aside, but. One amazing thing is is if you ever get a chance to listen to Mel Brooks talking about how they used to do show of shows, which was this big comedy uh, the television show, I think, in the yeah. 50s. And 
they they would do like forty shows. That's insane, right? Well, Twilight Zone. I'm going through season one, and the original Twilight Zone is like thirty two episodes or something in season one or something crazy like that. Um, yeah, it's remarkable. How would you write good ideas to write like forty something shows in a year? Right? I know the, like it's actually like these days it seems like it's going shorter and it's working out for the better. Yeah, because you you don't have to do those filler episodes. But it's crazy to look at like shows like Twilight Zone and like. I don't know, man. I'm sure there's some fillers in there, but I'm really Most digging. Of them are like, really dope, right? It's crazy that every week they could come up with you know quality programming like mm-hmm. that. But uh. so yeah, the second season of the Ghostbusters, um, uh, Sam Haim comes back. They uh, his two ghoulies uh, free him, and he comes back and tries to do the same thing all over mm-hmm. again. So I enjoyed this because they actually had like a junior Ghostbusters yeah. try to take on the uh, Sam Haim, which I thought was kind of cool too. So yeah, I gotta give this one saying five five five. Like it's a good kid show. That hurts, Maddie. But yeah, sorry, uh, buddy. <laughs> Adam, what did you watch on the twentieth? So I watched uh, a brand new Netflix movie, nineteen twenty two. How is this? It's in my queue. I um, is that James Franco? No, it's it's Thomas Jane. Okay, I haven't even heard of it. Um, so it's a, another Stephen King. You're, I think you're thinking of the 1963, 11, whatever yeah. the day JFK. Eleven twenty two sixty three. I really enjoyed a lot of elements about this movie. Mm-hmm. It's based in 1922, so you got this kind of Dust Bowl era Midwest. Um, you're on the country with the cornfield all around. It's a great setting, and it's ba- it's a Stephen King short story, and basically. Thomas Jane's character wants to murder his wife because he can't stand her and she wants to move to the city. It's really simple. That's pretty much it, eh? And he gets the, it convinces the son to be on his side and you just see how everything devolves from that. And there's some pretty cool scenes, especially with rats. Um, Shit. But I did find, again, when you got to the end, it, it kind of happens real quick. There's a lot of voiceover narration. There's got to be in Stephen King books, I assume, right? Um, and it becomes a little bit... Is it done by Morgan Friedman? <laughs> no, it's by Thomas Jane again. Not interested. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they say that Thomas Jane... <laughs> there's not a lot of show. There's a lot of tell. Okay. And, um yeah, I, like I, I think it's worth a watch. I, I'm not super high on it. I, I felt like it, 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 it maybe there was a great premise there that wasn't completely executed, yeah. but still done quite well. Uh, so I, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a solid six. Six, eh? All right, six, all maybe right. six point five. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it also six point five since I moved Tucker. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> moving it, in a completely different movie, but. Yeah, it, it, again, it, it's it, this time of year. It's worth. It's it's really you know. There's not a ton of of horror in it, but it still has a good atmosphere. Good atmosphere throughout the movie. Awesome. Cool. There's a well, well, pl- a well, what a well wisher. Yeah, well wisher mm-hmm. that comes to the house. And- well, and on that note, well, well, well. <laughs> um, I finished out the night with Saw Six from 2009. <laughs> Thank goodness. Speaking of going back to the well. <laughs> um, you know what, though? This is the... I was saying I'm waiting for that one to uh, bring it back up. Yep. And this is the one for me. Get out of here. So it, it opens up, which is really cool, and I'm not giving this extra points yeah. because it was him, but it opens up with uh, the guy from my work, a uh, buddy of mine, uh, Marty Moreau, who actually did the intro for our old Horror and More podcast. 
possibly the most gruesome sequence in all the Saw films. Hmm. So it's him and another, what, what are they, like money, money lenders? Okay, yeah, like a Money Mart and stuff like that. Yeah, like exactly. Predatory lending services. Exactly. So the two of them are trapped and they have to, they both have a, a scale system and you got to get the scale system going in your favor by weighing it down with body parts, with fat. So he's cutting off chunks of fat and mm-hmm. she decides to go for the arm. Really gruesome, tough to watch. Like it, that, yeah. it, it, that was the hardest one. And then, so it opens up. It's, it, this story is all about a health insurance business guy and he's like very swarmy. Like they, they hire people to look for kinks in the contract so they can get out of paying you. And of course, Jigsaw visits him. He's got the cancer and he pretty much tells him if you go for these experimental medications that uh, they he will not get the insurance. Um, right away, you hate this character. I'm like, I don't know, man. If we're going to follow this character, it's going to be tough because I just want to see the guy Dan the, die the first five minutes. But thankfully, they actually do a decent job of not really redeeming him. Humanizing him? Humanizing him is, is a good word. So anyways, yeah, this film is he opens up and he has to go through various challenges and they kind of challenge what he sells and what is actually right. So it's like normally you would not give insurance to this woman, but she's your good friend. This Mm -hmm. person you would. And and it's various tests where people have to die. Like he has to choose every test. Someone's going to die or a group of people will die and someone's going to survive and it's all all their lives are in this guy's hands. That seems kind of mean. <laughs> well, yeah. This yeah, Jigsaw's yeah, not yeah, nice. Yeah. I mean, the guy's... He's not... A, yeah. He's, he's going to make this guy pay for being yeah. a douchebag. But so is like all the other people that he's killing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that again, we've talked yeah. about this. The whole Jigsaw's motives make mm-hmm. no sense because it's like he's making these terrible people realize that life's important but he's yeah. doing that by killing a bunch of innocent people. Who's really innocent though? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not Maddie. Um, (laughs) But anyways, throughout it, you have all the various plots from other films. I thought this actually did a decent job of kind of tying them together because, again, it's a very convoluted plot. Yeah, I don't know. I was really surprised. Again, at this point, I was just like, oh, man, like I got to finish this. But I am not really – I'm not hating them, but they're kind of like I'm just watching them to get through them. Uh, and this was that this was that uh, that spike I was waiting to. Okay, for. awesome. Um, I would say it's just as good as the second film. I'd maybe even put it over the second oh, film. Oh shit! And the other thing too is I, I always talk about how these films are ugly looking. Yeah. I thought this one at least had like a, you could tell they had a decent director, cinematographer. It looked a little bit better than the other ones. And the ending I thought was uh, quite cool as well. So this is a ten. Yeah, it's not a ten, but I'm going to give this seven and a half pumpkins wow. out of ten. This wow. is um, that that's kinda, Danny. Who doesn't yeah. give any of them seven and a half pumpkins? No, again, yeah, his highest was seven. Yeah. I, I would, like I said, I would put this up. I think the first one is probably still my favorite film, but I would yeah. put this one up there with it. And then I would see the second one's worth a watch. The rest you can There's forget. There's no but. way I can watch this without watching the other like four, right? I think you could because the the plot stuff. I mean, you could probably just ignore yeah. that. That stuff like is not really that important. Um, yeah, I, I was uh, quite surprised by this one. Actually, it's always nice again because I was just like, "Ah, oh, man, give me something yeah. here." Um, I've heard Seven is like the worst of series, so I'm not looking forward to yeah. that. That's what I've heard actually from a lot of people when I afterwards I went and looked up, and I think a lot of people agree this was like kind of that return, and then they killed it with Saw Seven. That's supposed to be in 3D, wasn't it? Um, Saw Seven 3D. It is in 3D. I had the 3D. Oh. I, I no keep, 3D TV, unfortunately. I keep uh, wondering if I should move past one and. Uh... Well, I, I would. No, I would say definitely two. One and two you can watch because they you'll still make sense. Two is quite good, I think. It's interesting. 
But I, yeah, the, my I problem is... I was never a fan of one, so... Yeah, okay. you probably See, won't I, like two. I, I liked one on, on Revisit. Uh, I thought it... I've thought about it like we were here last year and Danny yeah. was talking about them, but then he gave his ratings for these movies that he watches over again, and it was <laughs> like... Yeah. What the hell? You, why do you watch these again then? Six point five is never probably getting a, a rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, again, I, I think I really enjoyed one, two, and six. Um, but again, I I did find three and four were very mediocre, not great at all. And then part five I found to not be really good. So, um, and then it sounds like seven's not very good. So th- we'll I, see. I think what killed me from watching them afterwards was the end of one. I always found was like. Okay, you build all this up for a stupid kind of police ending, like yeah. a. But so, but maybe that, that isn't the whole film, and and really, and yeah. isn't the concept of these movies. So maybe I should. Well, in part one, two, you're not even really getting Jigsaw when you. No, I guess not. Um, like he's barely in the film, so I, I would say part two is fine because you get the Jigsaw. You, it's just such a cool idea where it's a bunch of people trapped in a house full of traps. It's like a fun house where yeah. like, like if you make uh, a wrong move, you're going to die. Unfortunately, the, again, the problem with part two, which makes it, it doesn't get up to like an eight or something, is like all the characters are despicable and yeah. you know a lot of yelling and stuff, and you're just like, yeah, just, I'm fine with these people dying. What's the um... collector? Yeah, the collector. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the collector a lot better. Saw two is kind of like the collector. I don't know. I, I would say Saw two is equal. But yeah, I, I like the collector. I thought yeah. this again. And what's going on? Well, not necessarily now in the U.S. It's been going on forever. But mm-hmm. like the brutal health insurance, you constantly hear about how people like are dying because they can't afford or have to sell off their house and everything. And this definitely, obviously, is touching upon it. So again, like it felt kind of. Um, topic over right yeah. now to watch this well at least um they fixed all that stuff Which in the good, states right, right? Yeah. yeah it's all fixed <laughs> they're, they're they're good now no um, more problems in the states but yeah i, I thought i, I thought US it was a okay <laughs> <laughs> like i said i thought it was an interesting idea of what they did i thought each challenge because again the problem with i found with a lot of the other films it was like how can we shock and do really offensive and gory stuff with each challenge I yeah like that, the torture porn stuff is yeah. tough for me this one yeah. has it but I, again i found like each it had a point to where what they're doing with it, so I, I could kind of enjoy it more. It wasn't like let's just like have pig carcasses, yeah, drowning fine, someone. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. uh, that is it, I guess for the yeah. for our Shocktober for Volume Seven. Thanks a lot for coming out, buddy. I love to come out. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I, I I missed so many of them, and I missed Danny. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, well. Hopefully, you. It sounds like you probably won't be back the next episode, but we're hoping if we can pull some strings and maybe get you for our final Shocktober. No promises, but we're hoping we. Yeah, can, that's, uh, I, I'm going to try to do that. Awesome. And um, anyways, yeah, this has been our. Uh, Thanks for having another Shocktober. Thanks for coming, Thanks Adam. For coming. We'll be back next week. Don't worry, we'll have some ripping on Dan next week. I know the <laughs> listeners are like, ah, that's a good episode, but it was missing like all that. You, know. you should have said qua. <laughs> So we'll be back with that. Hopefully, Dan will be back next week. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get a hold of us, you want to share um, some horror films you've been watching, recommendations, or you want to comment on any of the films we've talked about, you can get a hold of us through email at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at a Movie City Maniac. And uh, again, we have the Facebook page, uh, Movie City Maniacs, and the, the group page and the like page. So please join those. And you can find me on Friendster. Are you still on LinkedIn? Are you doing that LinkedIn? Yeah. Is it just you without a shirt on? Is that what your LinkedIn profile pic is? But you only will get back to people if they contact you through ICQ, right? You, yeah. you need that chirping sound. Stay scared, everybody. Bye.
Shut it off. Shut your brain off, punk.